Hey, beloveds, I am so excited. So, years ago, many years ago, I met a woman. Yeah, she was a woman. Young. We're both very young. And learned at some point that she was gay. And I didn't know what that meant. I mean, I was just out of high school. And my school reacted to her. And it was a big, big, big drama. I mean, on a very small scale, but not small for her. And I was clueless and scared of some of the things that were going on. Moving forward, um, in my life, maybe in everybody's life, I have met people at different junctures, some of whom have been some of my best friends. And again and again, this topic has come up. And I have thought in the past, I could just, you know, this is my life. This is how I'm living it. This is someone else's life. They have questions that they need answered and they and God will work that out. Like that's not, that's just not my bailiwick, you know, that's just not where I live. I have no idea. You know, you ask me, I don't know, kind of a thing. Okay. And, you know, I've read the Bible, but somehow just things just felt very complicated and I didn't understand how churches could possibly be in disagreement right? Christian churches. A couple of things happened. Uh, I had a friend, again, one of my best friends who invited me to um, uh, an important meeting with a person that was considered important and wanted me to be his date because he was gay. He didn't tell me that, but I was his date. I was like a cover for him. Uh, And we danced and and he didn't say to me, I'm not attracted to you. He didn't say to me, I don't want to date you. He, I think he put his like face in my neck, you know, as we did. Like it, he, in his beautiful way, he communicated without any words, I need you to do this. And then years later, just jumping, I was working at a company and I loved everybody. And on my last day or one of my last days there, the head, one of the heads of a department brought me a beautiful gift in a blue velvet and then a, a blue velvet box, I think, and then in a, a is it crush? No, it wasn't crush. It was, um, there's a word for it. I don't know the word. Anyway, I see it. And it was something I still wear. It was a silver bracelet and it wasn't cheap. And it was engraved. And the engra- and it was a beautiful engraving. And when they handed it to me, they said something like, you can do a lot. They might have said you can do a lot in this world. And they were gay. Okay? <clears throat> I had not once ever in two and a half years had a conversation with them about homosexuality, being gay, LGB, nothing. Okay. Fast forward, I mentioned on uh, in seminary and on uh, a social media posting about, oh, I didn't go directly, but about someone who was transgender and God bringing me to a place in relationship with them. So just all of these moments where I've literally been like not my topic, like just not, just not on my, I don't know. And it's just been right here at my door right here at my door, right here at my door. 
Well, now that I am in business, it's, it's at my door. I've got people, many people that have come to me who have had gender challenges, their gender something or other. Okay. Why do I bring it up? Because I'm so excited. I can't hardly stand it. Why am I so excited? I've read the Bible. I, I want to say I've read the Bible, Genesis to Revelation. Uh, I don't know that I could say I've done it more than once. But I've read every word, I believe, of the Bible. I believe I hear God's word on um, sexuality, morality and immorality, lust and fidelity and marriage and all sorts of things, okay? And then we have people and people coming from I mean, there are letters to match every single one, many, many, many different places. What do you do with that? Just just what do you do with it? And I'm not talking about like, I mean, people can do whatever, you know, people are people, they can have their lives. I'm saying, where do you go as a Christian? And for me as a Christian pastor, as a theologian, as a Bible, I can't use the word scholar without knowing other languages very well. So I just have to say as a Bible person, amen, let the Lord say more than that. Um, where do you go? Where do you go? Praise Jesus. I love, ooh, I'm sweating. I love people. And I, uh, I, I have, <laughs> if you only knew how far I've tried to run from this topic, but it's, it's been from almost every direction. And I have somewhere along the line, I think it was maybe two years ago, decided not only am I not running from this thing, but I'm welcoming this. Like, I don't know where I'm going. I have no idea where I'm going to end up. And, I'm, and I refuse to help me, Lord. I love you, Lord. I, I refuse to land because of what someone wants me to land. Like, I won't ignore God's voice. If God tells me such and such, I'm going there and I, and I won't not. But that's on every side. Like that's on my um, biblical side. That's on people's experiential side. That's on history side, like whatever. Bottom line, I'm somebody who's been called to walk in the way that God's called me. To, to say what he says, to do what he's doing. Like that's, so nobody... Uh, you know, I'm like those companies that say that they don't take advertising, you know what I mean? Like, right, that they're public service or whatever, praise you, Jesus. I- I'm just not going to do it. And because of that, like I almost have tears wanting to start up. Because of that, I have this passionate excitement. I was, God is faithful and he wants to be known. And he obviously wants us to know what he wants us to know, like about who we are and what we're doing and why and what that's going to do. He wants these things to be known. So if you're willing to go there, if you're willing to ask the question, if you're willing to endure the cluelessness and going in, in directions and in ways that you don't understand why, and if you can let him be the sovereign, he will faithfully bring you into whatever it is that you're seeking. There's not, he's not leaving anything out. Like 
if you're like, what about the moon, God? You know, what, what about animals, God? What about whatever your thing is, whatever that is? He, the Bible says, we were just talking a couple of weeks ago, Proverbs 25, it is God's glory to conceal a matter. It is the glory of kings to search it out. Amen. Wow. <laughs> so, um, so I'm in the, I'm in the process of coming to some things, not there yet, but I've got some, you know, there's a scripture of Jesus saying, when guys are like, can we divorce our women? And he's like, well, yeah, if they cheat on you, you can otherwise no. And he says to them, Hey, remember God made a man and a woman and he says, these two are joined. They become one flesh. Let's not let anybody else, let's not, or no one else comes between them. And that's, that's how he did this. And they're like, yeah, but then how come Noah said, I mean, Mo, Moses says that we can give her a bill of divorcement and send her away. And Jesus is like, because your heart is hard because, because you're, because you're difficult. That's why you're allowed to give her up, you know, cause you're not, you're not allowing God's way through you. So you're in a conundrum. And yeah, if, if you've got to, there you go. This is the way that you can do it. Not all that. I added some stuff. I've got the giggles. But my point being, he said, oh, and then they said, well, then, you know, if this is the way it's going to be, maybe we shouldn't even get married. Like maybe they're just, maybe there should be just no marriage. Like just stay away from those women altogether. And Jesus says, well, not everybody can accept the statement. And then he says, there are eunuchs that are born from their mother's womb. There are eunuchs that people make. Lord, save us from making people eunuchs. And there are eunuchs that make themselves eunuchs. But that's not all for the kingdom of heaven. And then I think he mentioned something about a grace to hear that. Right, and then you got Romans one that talks about men um, turning from the natural use of a, a woman to men, and women turning from men to women, and and receiving a due penalty from that, which would point pretty obviously to sexual trans sexually transmitted diseases, and uh, you've got First uh, Corinthians six nine to eleven. Oh, no, that's what that was about the eunuchs. You've got, um, oh, help me, Jesus. There's one about, uh, oh, poo. That was so close. Uh, anyway, there's a, there's a bunch of them. So going through all of these different um, scriptures, there's also scriptures about, like, ham being cursed and Egypt being sin, and Moabites being just detestable, like don't even come into our temple. And then you get Ruth, yeah? And, and then you get Simon carrying Jesus' cross. And you've got God talking about Egypt and drawing Egypt close and blessing Egypt and reconciling Egypt. And, and so in the movement of history, 
Our God is sovereign above everything, every rule, every law, everything. God is the only God. And so as we humble ourselves to God and we allow him to tell us what he's saying, now we're opening ourselves up to come to something that without him we can't come to. And that's exciting me, I think, more than I know how to even tell you.